0: I think you're going to love this conversation. Today, we are joined by Phoebe Greenacre, who is a spiritual entrepreneur on a mission to help women become consciously alive and share their light with the world. She runs a few different things. She she wears many hats. She has her online membership platform, which is called the self-care space. She also runs her conscious business coaching program called the Consciously Alive CEO. And the whole idea behind what Phoebe does is she brings together the spiritual side of who you are and the business side. And she helps you to kind of connect those two things so that they're really aligned I think you're going to love this conversation. Phoebe and I go deep into, we talk about human design. We talk about how she's preparing to have her first baby, what business is going to look like. We also talk about a strategy for women to actually use their cycle and their genetics to work smarter not harder and to actually find more energy in their days and in their weeks so you're gonna love this episode we go deep we go deep real fast <laughs> so let's dive straight in to my conversation with the wonderful phoebe greenacre Well, Phoebe, welcome to the show. It is so good to have you here. Thank you so much for joining us. As we record this, you are eight months pregnant, living in Bali, um, and I'm just so excited to chat with you. How are you? Yeah, good. I'm going through my motions of like good days
1: and bad days, but I'm just really surrendering to the whole process. But yeah, thank you for having me here.
0: Oh, well, it's, it's glorious to be with you now. The thing I love about your approach is you said it earlier before we hit record, you're kind of in this like um, intersection between healing and business. And I really want to dive into how you got into the business model that you're in now, because you've been like, you've run businesses for a really long time, but how did you arrive at this um, kind of business ethos or business approach that you have now?
1: Mm, Good question. Um, I think the, the journey to entrepreneurial like to, to today has been long and I had no idea at when I was 29 and I quit my first job, I, my last job was like head of social media at David Jones in Australia. So I think a lot of it, there's Australians listening, they'll know and yeah. I had no plan. I was a marketeer, so I'd spent 10 years in corporate marketing and I had no plan. I had one client that was lined up to like uh, go freelance pretty much with and there was no – like back then there was no digital – nomad there was no Mm. like online courses to my knowledge at that time so maybe I wasn't in the right circles or whatever but this is this is going back 10 years Um, and then I guess fast forward I I meandered through loads of different like a marketing agency I set up I created an activewear brand in in London which I just sold uh, last year and kind of was trying to find my way into what made me feel alive and Mm. And that's where I guess I've, where I've landed because, uh, I've got really clear on my values, which number one is freedom and the businesses that I run now, they all give me the freedom to like pack up and go somewhere and live my life. And I don't need to think about offices or overheads or staff or, uh, you know, those things that tie people to a location. Mm, so yeah. really getting clear on my values of, um, freedom has helped me to create these businesses that I have now um, so that at any point of life I can just pick up and move and, and it, there's no problem. Like it's super exciting. Um, yeah. I guess I found that through, uh, I had a travel blog for uh, about eight, eight years. So I, I traveled to 67 countries and that kind of gave me the like, uh, I, I guess the travel bug of like meeting strangers and being in one country in one day, and then the next, you know, I could just kind of flow and go with what where my heart kind of was taking me. Mm. And then I guess the the business side, I because I've built businesses in the in, you know in the last ten years, the last decade, I kind of have joined the, the, those two things together, like the elements of freedom, so traveling, and the elements of uh, business coaching. And also, I've spent the last eight years retraining um, alongside of my side hustles. I'm like a side hustler retrainer kind of person. I <laughs> always running multiple business and retraining at the same time. Always upleveling. And in the last eight years, I have done nearly 800 hours of yoga teacher training. I became a somatic therapist, um, which is like mind body connection therapist. Um, I am a rebirthing breathwork practitioner. So there's like these two sides of me that kind of operate at the same time. There's this mm. business coach, person, teacher, um, but there's also this holistic spiritual. I'm, I'm a double Pisces in my astrology. So I really like emotional, creative, and um, and I need to be working in the spiritual realm to feel fulfilled. So yeah. the, those is where the intersection happens. Yeah. Um, but I teach business from a conscious spiritual perspective. So I'm not about like teaching a, a, a model or an application like you should have my business model. This will work for you. I'm very much about asking my clients to listen to their bodies
0: to follow
1: what feels good in their bodies and to and to try things and to, you know, have the courage and the confidence to try things. But I, I don't want them to like replicate what I have because it's not gonna work for everyone's energy type or everyone's kind of values or freedom because some people don't have the same values as me so I guess does yeah. that answer your question is that where that's where the intersection happens I guess I'm a spirit like people call me like a conscious or a spiritual business coach where I have strategies I will teach you how to build funnels and a website that converts and all those things but in it with a conscious and uh, spiritual mm. lens
0: yeah no I love that did you when you were building this? Was there part of you that thought uh like felt the pressure to compartmentalize those two parts of yourself and go okay I have to do business coaching in this way and then this other element that's really important to me I can't connect those two things? Yeah, there was definitely a
1: time when I was running my activewear business Silu um, where I was the CEO and wearing all of the hats. I was this, the CFO and the accountant and the HR and that kind of thing. Yeah. And then on the side, I was teaching at yoga studios in London or I was running a, a yoga retreat in Greece. So there was these two sides of me that I was like, and I remember writing in my first business coaching like course that I did back in 2014 that I was like, I want to help women. I want to help women build businesses, but I also want them to help feel good in their bodies and minds and Mm. spirit. And I reread that the other day and I was like, wow, I made it happen. Like I I brought all of those things together. And yes, I have different elements. Like, yes, you can do uh, a business coaching program with me or you can come to my healing membership. Um, But I guess, you know, whatever it is that you want, you can create and don't let Mm. anyone else tell you that you know, you can't do these two things Yeah. or you yeah. can't put this and this together.
0: Yeah. No, I think that's so good because I, I could totally see the, oh, that part of me just isn't, that's a hobby or that's a side thing or that's something that doesn't need to kind of come into my, my business self. Mm-hmm. Um, but more and more I'm seeing people, um, you know, even I think if we were to create our business again, I think I would just call it my name. I don't think I would because the business is called La La Social Club and I really like, I really like, you know, our business. But I, I think if I were to build it from scratch again, I would just go, this is just me and like these are parts of my life. This is like so that it's not compartmentalized because sometimes it can feel like, oh, this is my business self and this is my personal self as well.
1: Yeah, completely. And I feel like when I work with beginner coaches or beginner holistic um, therapists, they're always like, oh, I need to call it something like, you know, mindfulness this or, you know, healing therapies that. And I'm like, guys, I'll give you a fast forward. This is a a glimpse into your future. In two years time, you'll want to call it
0: yourself. So just start with yourself. Absolutely. (laughs) I feel like people,
1: when you start a business, there's this lack of confidence and mm. wanting to be seen, you want to hide, you, you've been an employee for however long and you get to hide behind the title and you hide behind the job or you hide behind the company name. And when you create a business, you are right out there front and center. Yeah. Yeah. It's you. And I feel like that's where there's like this disconnect of maybe we just need to kind of get clear on What it is you want to share with it? What's your message? And then your name encompasses everything. And when if I create something new, I just put it under like it's just under my name. It's like
0: it's just me, and I can change as well. Yes, and I love that idea of like if I look back on our business journey, the past three years. Actually, even if I just look on the back, back on the past two years, we have gone from doing. VIP days and one-on-one and like it being really intense (laughs) and like that did not it really actually stressed me out and made me tired and then we moved into uh, very quickly we moved into group coaching which is what I really had wanted to do for a long time and so like the evolution of my business from when we started to now has been like I started as a social media manager then I went into consulting just one-on-one then I went into VIP days then I went into course creation now I'm in like group coaching and courses and it it evolves as you go and I think sometimes we think oh everything and maybe it's a sense of control that we really want but like we want things to be fixed we want things to fit into these neat little kind of bundles but I totally agree that I think if it's just you you can change and it's actually really normal
1: (laughs) completely and it, it comes back to what's your values like and freedom mm-hmm. is about flexibility and changing yeah. so yeah. that's that's why it works for yeah. me at least
0: and and so how do you phoebe stay because you know there's a million opportunities you know in business right now you can start join this, like you can set up this platform. You can go over here. You can run ads here. You can get clients here. You can, there's so many strategies and tactics and things you can employ to, I guess it's like a million different ways to get to the goal that you want. How do you choose the right strategies for you that align with ultimately your values? How do you kind of workshop that in your mind?
1: Yeah, I guess if I'm looking to like expand or try something new or if something's broken, um, then I, yeah, I I research, I I try things on. That's what business is, like testing and trialing. Like Mm. there's no one right strategy for every single business. And I guess like I could be doing so much more, but I like that my weeks are open and free. And that I have my programs running, and everything's really like I'm in flow and it works. Um, yes, I could be, you know, investing more and do like a bigger ad strategy for a bigger revenue. And at, at look, at the time, at now, because I'm going into maternity, like I'm really just looking at like what what's the ROI on this in terms of my mm. output versus what's going to be in my business. Because I've had months of like, you know, $100,000 months and it's just like, whoa, this is amazing. But now I have to come, I keep coming back and reassessing What Mm -hmm. what do I need in this moment for my business? And often, or not, it's not doing the new thing or trying to change something in your business to get more. And I think, unfortunately, I probably it's not popular opinion, but I don't, I don't. Yes, more is great, but right now, the life that I've created in my in in this you know this year is really beautiful, and I don't need more to be happy. And I think mm. there's we can get caught up as business coaches to want to keep like having like the bigger months, bigger months, bigger months, bigger months, but it, at what cost is that? Like yeah. who's suffering health-wise or how how are you feeling after you've had these really intense like launch periods or really intense kind of periods where I, I there's a I feel like not a lot of people are looking at that. People want more and, more and more and more and more and more and there's no there's no stop to it yeah. and there's there's yeah. only a certain amount especially as females um you know we, we're cyclical in nature we're cyclical in in energy mm. yeah and we can't keep expanding Um, especially, you know, with our cyclical nature. You need to work with our energies, work Mm -hmm. with the ebbs and flows of our hormones every month. And so I'm really about, you know, feeling good every single day. And so I don't know if that answered your question. I kind of went
0: around the boat. No, and I, yeah, how do you go in the, because your approach seems to be really, I know that there would be other conscious business coaches But it does seem to be really contrary to the culture that is, how many hours are you putting in? How are you being more productive? Like it's kind of angry. And that energy feels very masculine to me. And I definitely adopt some of that energy when I need to. Um, But I will say that sometimes it feels like, actually my example would be my husband He can work. He's a builder. Like that's his trade. So he's out building houses all day. He gets up at 4am. He works on the business before he goes to work. He goes and builds things. He goes to the gym. He comes home. He starts working again. He is a, like, I look at him and I'm like, you are actually insane. Like, I don't even know how you do that. I can't do that. And he doesn't by any means say that I need to do that either. Like he's not like that, but Sometimes I can feel this pressure of, well, ugh, I've got to do more stuff. I've got to like, you know, get more output, like productivity. How can I maximize this? How can I streamline this? Ugh. And it can feel like, is that the best space for me as a creative, as a woman and as someone who's just different? So how do you kind of negotiate this? without this being a coaching session from you to me, <laughs> but how do you negotiate the actually recognising hours in does not equal output. It, it's more about what's actually your genius zone, what actually feels really aligned. How do you kind of negotiate those things?
1: Mm. Well, first of all, your husband, my husband, men, they have a 24-hour um, hormonal cycle cycle. And it's the same every single day of every single month of the whole entire year. So that's how their body works. They wake up, they get a spurt of cortisol, they get out of bed, that helps them to kind of do the work thing. And then their hormones are the same the whole day and then they come home and then they can crash and then that's it and they start again, where if you've done any work into your cycle we have four different phases in 28 days and mm. our hormones are doing wild things. So <laughs> we have a spurt of estrogen when we are ovulating. So around that time, we're going to be like energy can do all the things. We may even out energize our partners at that time because we've just got like this like amazing burst of natural energy. After yeah. that, it literally drops off and we go into our luteal phase which is our longest phase of our cycle um and we can feel low energy and irritated easily and Mm. um reclusive and wanting to like you know things feel harder because if we keep trying to push in that masculine um energy like model in those times it's when we get grumpy get shitty uh want to you know (laughs) Want to eat everything because also our metabolism boosts. It wants to create, you know, our uterine lining. So all of these things that we've been taught that we need to wake up, go to the gym, do the same thing, yeah. work, 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 doesn't work for the female body. And I could I could talk about that for like, oh my gosh, uh, you know, go through the whole cycle of that. So really tuning into your inner cycle, knowing mm. where you are in your cycle, can then help determine what you do on that day. And totally. really making peace with what stage you are in your cycle. So, it, the easiest way is to start tracking your cycle on the first day of your bleed. And that's going to give you a little insight into uh, what's going on in the body at those times. Mm. So, in terms of negotiating what feels good for you in your body, or you know, comparing yourself to your husband's output versus your output, <laughs> yeah. I normally in pregnancy this is really hard to track because you can't—it's it's a different cycle. Um, but in my normal cycle, I would plan out my weeks and my months. Um, I would have master classes on my ovulation or my follicular stage so just after I've bled um, I would you know block out my luteal kind of bleed stage I wouldn't have any podcast interviews or anything that was really right. outwards yeah and and then on the on the days that I would bleed it would be very much like self-care, no meetings um, you know and really kind of, taking my energy internally so that I can rebuild my reserves so that when I do come out of that that phase, I then can come out into the world amazing, bigger, better, brighter, and give all the energy that I need to, to then start that cycle again. So cyclical living, they call it, um, is really important, especially like for everyone. And I know if you're in a full-time job, that can be harder to navigate, but People that have your own business or you're creating your own business, a lot of people just leave the 9 to 5 and replicate what they've learnt in that pattern of their 9 to 5 into their next job uh, or into their business, which doesn't serve us, especially as females, does not serve us. Mm. So that's how I negotiate with what needs to happen in terms of input and output. Um, I I tune into my inner cycle and I've known when, when I was working like, like a crazy woman say in my consulting days and now how I work, I, and I make more money, like that just makes more sense. Like I make more money doing less work with structured kind of models and systems and, and business models like the group coaching thing and, and saying no, because I could say yes to more one-to-one, Right. I could Mm -hmm. say yes and fill up my weeks with one-to-one, but again, it's against my values. It's against what I want to have in this life, what I've created, what my dream life looks like. So I have to be uh, disciplined with saying no to more, but yes to the things that help me feel good and better and give me more Mm. energy um, because I can direct my energy into the things that that, that do have a good ROI
0: for me. Yeah. Oh, that is, that is so, so cool to hear how you speak about that. We, um, I've, I've been super fascinated by like tracking, tracking my cycle, seeing kind of, oh, this is a really good time for me to create content because I'm in this follicular, that first phase or uh, yeah, it's like been really cool for me to know, okay, this is where I'm at. But even like the idea of going, there potentially are some weeks in your cycles where you are more energized. And so maybe those weeks, it's like if the energy is flowing and the momentum's there, keep going. Like that's, that's totally fine. But then on the weeks where it's not there, don't feel the guilt of, oh, I've got to stay at my desk until 5 p.m. That totally resonates with mm-hmm. me the, the way you said that because I think there are some days where I'm like, I just need to go outside, walk the dog and go for a swim. And uh, like, when I actually listen to that, I feel a thousand times better. It's like, ah, yeah. My brain is just like thinking of, oh my gosh, how can we structure our business? I even say to my team, like we have women on our team. I'm often like, where are you at in your cycle? (laughs) Which I feel like, I'm like, am I allowed to ask you that? Like, don't go like all HR on me. But I'm like, (laughs) where are you at? Because it's going to help you to know what's like, where your energy is best spent. So uh, I think it's so cool that you actually, so do you teach people that in your coaching as well?
1: Yeah, it's one of the like, modules that I get people to do before they dive into the business stuff. I'm like, there's two, there's two, there's a lot of pre-modules, but there's two main ones, which I had in my program, like kind of towards the end. And one's on human design and one's on cyclical living for business. Mm-hmm. And I get them to do it right at the beginning as pre-study cuts. So one is understanding your inner energy cycles and the other one's to, uh, to understand your energy blueprint that you were given at birth that kind of intersects uh astrology um the chakra system uh the the kabbalah a few things and it gives you like i don't know if you've heard like manifesting generator or projector it gives you an energy blueprint type so i get people to look into those two elements of themselves because the more we know ourselves the better we can create a business
0: Um, and
1: that's going to give you a different template as well to create a business like if you're like manifesting generator this is me i have all my own energy. I build it all inside my energy. And that's how I feel every day. Like I wake up with loads of energy. I have to exercise. I have to like move. Mm. And that's going to help me create a different business structure model than someone that maybe is more of a projector or more of a a different human design. So yeah, they're the two prerequisites and cyclical living is definitely in there so that they understand. And it's mind blowing how many women Do not know about it.
0: Yeah, it's actually, and even it goes down to like what types of foods you should be eating based on where you're at in your cycle, right?
1: Food, exercise, coffee, alcohol, all those things um, can affect how we feel and affect our cycles. So yeah, it's it's like almost like a little navigation for life, which I really wish I had in my twenties because when I was working nine to five, and going to a hit class every morning, like at 5 a.m. before I go into the city, eating salads and not fueling myself and wondering why I was a psycho bitch at the end of the month when my period was coming, <laughs> because I was probably starving myself, not giving myself enough nutrition um, mm. to then have like that painless cycle, like a painless, you know, period cycle um, yeah. and feeling good, we, you know, just wow. wasn't,
0: wasn't a thing back then. <laughs> Oh, yeah, sometimes I feel like, oh, have women just been totally stitched up with that? Like, I, I kind of think, why didn't we, we learn learning, like, and I know, like, we, <laughs> you can't blame the schooling. Like, I'm a 29-year-old woman. like We can blame I can't. the schooling. We can blame <laughs> the schooling. Okay, good. I just didn't want to be the person that's like, you know, you can get educated yourself and figure it out. But, like, it feels weird to me that we didn't know this. Well, I
1: feel like sex education was one thing that you get taught. I don't know. It was like, here's the banana, here's the the condom kind of thing, and this is, <laughs> you, this is, you will get pregnant if you have sex. Like, but I'm sure there's. It's been a while since I've been in school, but also the internet. Like, we didn't have the internet back when we were in school, so it was a different time. Where now people mm. can learn things at like a split second. So I feel like yeah. there's more access to resources. Also, curriculums in school. I feel like they were created in the 70s and then never changed. So (laughs) I feel like maybe 2023, there's a little bit more of a, I don't know, progressive learning that people are learning. Um, And this, but the nine to five structure was built for men, for Mm -hmm. husbands, and the women stayed at home. So it wasn't, it's not built for the women's cycle,
0: hormonal cycles. And no wonder so many women. feeling burnt out and feeling like just exhausted it actually makes so much sense that so many of us feel like
1: that yeah I mean I I definitely burnt out in my 20s working corporate and but not thinking that there was anything wrong But, you know, signs in my body like digestion issues or skin issues or all of these issues that I would be like, oh, it's probably dairy or it's probably like the food or this. But it was the lifestyle. It was this like hustle, cortisol-inducing, go, 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 go go lifestyle where there was no rest and digest. There was no Mm. like calm down, meditate, be one with your body, where there was there was nothing like that. It was literally like, go hard at the gym, go hard at work, go hard partying. Like, no, yeah. and that that was not inducive to being you know in homeostasis with your body.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's almost like we're working against our genetics in a way, like by trying to stick to this fixed nine to five, Monday to Friday hustle grind thing. I really do like the idea though, of when you do have momentum to roll with it, I think that freedom to go, I actually really feel like working. And so I'm going to keep going. Like, I love that.
1: I, I often work on Sundays and Saturdays when I'm in my flow and, yeah. or, you know, it's, it's after dinner and I have my laptop out and I'm like writing email sequence or whatever it is that I'm doing or creating the, the next theme for my healing platform. And people are like, Oh, you have to work weekends and this. I'm like, no, but I love my life. Yeah, I don't work most of the week,
0: you know, yes. like I, I
1: have a very fluid week schedule and so, when I have the energy and when I'm excited, Human Design for Manifesting Generator is all about following the joy. And if something's Love lighting that. me up and it's uh, and it's making me feel joyful, that might be creating something on Canva, or that might be you know it, you know setting something up in my healing program. Uh, it brings me joy, so it gives me more energy. So then I do more yes. of it. Yeah. And that doesn't even mean that like I have to be my ovulation or follicular. I can still have that energy, burst of energy and burst of um, joy in my luteal phase or even on my bleed. I can Mm. get quite reflective and I love writing in my bleed. And like writing an email to my database um, comes so naturally in that time. So it's not about like we have to stop work in the luteal phase. We have to stop work in the bleed. It's about listening to our bodies and doing things that – bring more energy for us.
0: Yeah. And, and just giving yourself a bit of like, uh, I just think it's the giving, cause I also feel a bit of shame sometimes when people, like when friends of mine will be like, Oh, you're working on a Saturday. Like what's wrong with you? And that can make you feel a bit of like, Oh, well, I don't know. I really like it, you know? And so I think that idea of it's that give and take of, actually going, if you want to keep working, go for it. If there's the momentum there, go for it. But if there's a day where you're like, I am not feeling this and I'm just staying at my desk (laughs) purely out of like stubbornness to the, whatever it is, I don't know what it is, to the process or to the man, (laughs) whatever it is. But it's like, that's not, that's not sensible either. So I think it's just cool to think, go with the flow of what's happening and, then when you're not feeling it, you can just step away. Yeah. I mean, I go to the spa
1: multiple times during the week and people aren't like, oh, you're at a spa on a Wednesday again. You know, they're not thinking about that when I'm working on a Saturday, you know. I'm like, you know, I had the freedom to do what I want on my week because then maybe I do have a coaching, group coaching call on the weekend or something like this.
0: Yeah, totally. So I have a question for you about human design, but I also have a question for you about how you made the shift and and we'll go, get to human design second. The first thing I want to ask you is how did you make the shift from like, it seems like a big leap, right? From the corporate hustle grind, that process to now you're like, you've got so much space in your week. You're not, you can go with the flow. You can really tailor your weeks and, and really do what you love doing. How did you make that leap from, Corporate zone, or even just the "I have to be on the clock" headspace or mindset to yeah. no, I need flexibility. I need time. So
1: I think it happened in 2020. Um, at the point of I was building Silu, we were about four years in for Silu, and we were being sold in Soul Cycle and Equinox, and uh, yeah. you know some amazing Selfridges in London, which is like the David Jones, having some real huge success, but. In my mentality, I was CEO mentality. It was like work, 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 work. My team Mm. were working. Like it was like very much work vibes. And then when the lockdown happened in London in March 2020, I got on Instagram and did my first live meditation, which was like just really weird for a CEO of a random company to just get on and do a meditation live. I had never put myself out there as a healer or as a a holistic Mm. therapist. And it was in this... Transition of becoming the other side of me publicly, yeah. um, that I found, I really found my why. Mm. And my why was to help. And yeah. so I simultaneously, for the next year, continued with the CEO hat, but I also started teaching live yin therapy classes. I was teaching bedtime meditation. I was teaching all of the holistic side of me. And this is when I got into the digital economy, where people would email me from Australia, Singapore, anywhere my audience was like, can I have this video from last night? Or can I have this recording? And that's kind of where I, I started to see an opportunity. Because I I really just listened to the demand. I was like, okay, I'll record something. You can put put it on my website. You can buy it. So I was living a double life for quite a long time. I was Mm. the CEO hat for a very long time. But I was also this like holistic hustler, side healer (laughs) thing. And it was when after about six months and I had, I'd had i had more than like 50 people were turning up to my online classes and I was like, this is bonkers. Like this is crazy because last, you know, six months ago, this was not a thing. Uh, I created my first online membership for healing. It's called the self-care space. And that's when I started to see, oh, I can create four or five new classes a month. So something drops on the space every week. But people pay me every month for like a small fee, 29 pounds every month for this content to have access. And that was when things started to shift. I was like, hang on, this is actually making me more than what I'm paying myself as a CEO. And and that was mind boggling because Mm -hmm. to anyone that has ever built a business or worked nine to five, you have to like, you know, 50 hour weeks, 60 hour weeks, I was doing so much work like input. But really, just staying at the same salary amount or same, you know, income amount. When then I started having this like insight into the digital world. I was like, wow, yeah, I this could be my only existence. That's when it was really like I had a little insight. The like the 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 light or the 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 shining kind of things opened. I was like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> it was like this light bulb moment. I'm like, okay, this is. I like this. This is in line with my freedom side of things, but it's also in line with like working less, earning more, being smarter. And so yeah. I followed that. I followed the breadcrumbs of that. And that's when I started to create online workshops and then my my business coaching program from that because I had so many other holistic people, yoga teachers, therapists, counselors, Pilates teachers going, well if she could do it I can do it too and so mm. I got to then combine the the my the 10 years business acumen of building online businesses yeah. with the holistic side and that's when the the Consciously Alive CEO program kind of came into fruition at the end of that year in 2020 so it was that transition it was the pause in the world that allowed mm. me to create something yeah. out of the need or the demand that was out in the world using my skills. Yeah. And so when when that started to happen, I was like, well, this is really, really cool. And we actually moved to Kenya. We left London, me and my husband. And I was building, still doing both. I was the CEO and also the, and uh, you know, a digital creator, healer person. And it was only in 2021 did I actually step down as CEO. I sold the business. Um, I'm still a shareholder. So I still have like input of, in like ranges and colors and collections, which I love because yeah. it, was, it was hard. That could be a whole nother podcast episode of like yeah. giving up that old identity.
0: Yeah, totally. And
1: being this like, you know, successful CEO of an international brand to then just me, yeah. yoga teacher, healer, creator, business coach. Um, but for me, I didn't need the status. I didn't need the title. I just mm-hmm. wanted freedom and flexibility, mm-hmm. and that's that's why I chose the, the other path, and that's why yeah. I, I do the things that I do now. Because um, at the end of the day, I, I'm the master of my own week. I'm, I'm yeah. you know, and that's what I love. No one tells me what to do. No one's like you have to do this or be here or you know. And the the harder I work, yes, the, bev- the better the business, but also. Created it so I can channel in my energy
0: um, to it. the things
1: that I love, and then I have a lot of free time.
0: I love that. What would you say to someone, Phoebe, who is like you? Like they're straddling two things at the moment. They're kind of like, Yeah, I, I feel like I've got these two different ideas or identities that I'm kind of navigating, and they know what they want to do, but they're scared to take the leap to to let the business or like let it evolve or let something die so that something new can come in? What would you say to someone who feels like that?
1: I see you. I know it feels scary, but I tell you it's all worth it if you go all in. Mm -hmm. Um, I've never been one to like, literally just quit my job and start something new. I'm always building things. Things are percolating at the same time, Yeah, whether that's a full-time job and your side hustle, or maybe it's two side hustles. Um, but really like drop out of your head, drop into your heart, follow what's in your heart. They're going to know the way. And also whatever it is that you want to be, like you want to be a successful, Uh, you know, photographer, you want to be a successful this, you want to just like step into that identity already. Like don't play, don't act small. Don't act small. A lot of people that I see, then they start their own business like, oh, I'm just beginning. It's just a small business, just a side. I'm like, no girl, you're like entrepreneur. You're a photographer. You've got an amazing, successful business. Like step into that identity, believe that it is possible and have Mm -hmm. the values and the beliefs about what you are creating are going to
0: be true. So,
1: yeah, yeah, believe it will happen and it will. Yes. Oh,
0: I love that. So one thing on the human design element, can you talk me through, I've actually never really done any research into this, but can you talk me through how, like, very top level, how it kind of works? Yeah. So I'm not a
1: human design specialist, but I will give you my understanding of it. Okay, perfect. Um, Kind of like a birth chart with astrology. You put yeah. your your date of birth, your time of birth and your place of birth into like an online calculator. Similarly, if you were to work out like what was your birth chart and you get all the planets and the, all the moons and all of the transitions of mm-hmm. your birth chart, it gives you a thing called the body graph and it's like your human design energy blueprint. And within that blueprint, you get a, uh, an energy type, which there's five in human design uh, manifester, generator, manifesting generator, projector and reflector. So that's going to tell you a little bit about like what type of energy that you create within your own body.
0: Yeah.
1: You'll also get given an authority like where you – where it's going to be easier for you to make decisions in your body. So my authority is a sacral authority. So in my – like and it's where the sacral um, chakra is, it's like really down there in your gut – so my authority or like the way I make decisions is by asking my gut, is it a yes or is it a no? Mm. And if it's a yes, then yep, go ahead go do it, but if it's a no, like don't don't say yes to it because you're going to be out of alignment. Wow. And there's different strategies and different authorities for every single person using human design I have been able to do this big transition to have multiple things I was always taught that like you need to choose one thing and do it well yeah and then in my mind I was like okay well that's at Silu, a- that's the activewear brand I just stay there with that but when I had my human design reading it was like two days before lockdown and this lady who had messaged me on Instagram asking for like can I give you a free reading and I was like okay what is this I'm sure I'll do it and she was like, you are a manifesting generator. You have the ability to do multiple things at once. Mm. You have the energy and the expertise to to do multiple things. And I was like, yeah, I do. Yeah, I can. And she gave me a permission slip to wow. literally step yeah. into this next version of myself. And mm. that in its own was priceless, Yeah, so priceless. And so when like I'm all about self-development, knowing myself better, um, knowing my quirks, knowing my like my shadows as well, like what what things I need to heal, deconditioning my programming from my parents, from society, from Australia, all of those things. And human design yeah. has been a huge part of that. So that's just like top level. The next, the next thing to like drill down would be looking at your nine energy centers and whether they're open or closed. And then that's going to give you some either strengths to really focus on. Like I have a strength, um, like I have a defined throat chakra, which helps me with speaking, with teaching, with podcasting. You know, I love the camera. And knowing that I can then choose to do more things that um, I need my throat chakra defined for. Then other things, I have like an open mind center. So the, the, the weakness or, you know, not a weakness, the gift is I'm open-minded. I get influenced by loads of different things, but the, the boundary is that I need to be careful with who I listen to about Mm, decisions and who influences me because I'm going to be taking in loads of different energy from other people and advice. So Mm. it kind of gives you a, yeah, different set of, not rules, but different sets of like, maybe you should be careful about this or this. And um, so it's, again, just given me more like a framework blueprint for knowing myself better and making decisions. And then when you apply this to
0: business, it's like a whole nother like load of magic. I love, I love that. And I'm so about like, I totally think that if you can know yourself you're going to actually perform so much better and you're going to have more fun in your business. <laughs> That's one of my goals, Phoebe, in 2023 is I'm like, I want it to be more fun. I think I've I've just, yeah. you know, when you've kind of come, we've come out of this season of like 2020 being just whatever that was and then 2021 and then it felt like 2022. It was like, okay, we're coming, of, we're coming out of this thing now and like we're in a good spot. But now I'm just like... Totally what you were saying of like, no more uh, no more of that like, oh, I'm just this. I'm just, oh, it's just my little thing I'm doing over here. It's only small, it's this. Uh, no more of that. I'm <laughs> kind of like, I don't want any more of that. And the everything has to come through the filter of, does this help me to have more freedom or more fun? Because if not, I kind of am a bit like, it's a no from me. <laughs> yeah,
1: for sure. It'll be really interesting to see what your human design is so that that could like make more sense for you as well. Oh,
0: I totally, I really want to do that because I, yeah, I'm, I'm all about that. Now I have one more question for you. You're about to have a baby. What is the thing that you are most grateful for that you've, you've developed and invested in, in your business now that you're about to become a mom? What's been the best investment you think you've made business-wise?
1: I think knowing or setting up things that don't take a lot of time anymore, like like courses and memberships, right? Like I, I can continue to sell those while I'm on my maternity leave or break. Um, and also, I'm you know I, I'm stepping away from my business, and my VA will still run the ins and outs. And I have support coaches that are coming in, or expert coaches that are coming in to run my programs now, mm-hmm. which is just like wow, like this is a, this is a business and it's operating without me, which is amazing. Um, But yeah, I guess in the last year I invested in, you know, masterminds and things that really up-level you, learning how other people have done it. Like there's loads of people out there, women that have businesses that have stepped away and their businesses still run and they still make money. And that's what I'm here for. That's what I'm about. Like creating something that will create revenue for you. Um, while you're away from the business and so I think when you can create and design a business that doesn't need you every single day of the year that's the beauty of this you know digital online um, economy that we're a
0: part of. Yeah Uh, well Phoebe honestly it's been so good chatting with you I love it when it feels like I know that we're in different countries but I love it when it feels like we're just sitting in the same room having like a cup of tea and just chatting. So thank you so much. Where can people find you? Where can people connect with you and, and learn more about what you do?
1: Sure. So on my website, phoebegreenacre.com. I have newsletters there, emotional. So there's the two sides, whatever you're interested in, you want to know more about business, there's that there. If you want to know more about emotional regulation and nervous system healing, there's that there as well. Everything I share is on my Instagram at Phoebe Greenacre. It's really easy. Everything's there. I tag everything, all of like my healing space, the self-care space, my podcast, it's it's all there.
0: Incredible. Well, we will link all of those things in the show notes, but thank you so much for joining us. Been an absolute pleasure. Thank you, Laura. It's been fun. Isn't she glorious? I could just listen to her speak for a really long time. And actually, sometimes when I interview people and they have a really lovely like demeanor and their voice is really gentle and lovely like Phoebe's. I find myself trying to emulate them because I feel like I talk too fast and I sound too intense. (laughs) So if you heard me start to try to like slow down, that was why, Um, because I was trying to be like Phoebe. Um, (laughs) Anyway, I love your work. I hope that you take some action from this episode and that you feel inspired to actually operate your business in a way that feels really good for you we're going to pop some links in the show notes to any of those things that phoebe mentioned as well as her instagram and her website and her podcast so make sure you check all of that out if you loved the episode let us know please leave us a review that says hi i love you guys you're so good that kind of review is definitely 100 welcome okay i love your work i'll see you next week same time same place go get them